WebmasterRadio.fm has compressed thousands of podcasts and all of our radio shows into the ultimate internet marketer's knowledge base. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app. Absolutely free and now available for iPhone and Android users. Listen to our live broadcast at the push of a button or access our complete archive of shows past and present like SEO 101, Affiliate Buds, The Shoe Money Show, The Daily Searchcast, and so much more. Download it from the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store today. Shopping for the best e-commerce tips, tricks, and techniques? Looking for better ways to push your product out of your online store? Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. The e-com experts show you what you need to know to be a successful online retailer. Learn their search marketing strategies, their web marketing wisdom, and their calculated conversion measures. Please welcome the host of Ecom Experts, Shauna Siegel. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to Ecom Experts. If you are listening to our live show, today is October 8th, and if you're not in our chat room, come on in. Uh, just go to webcradio.fm forward slash chat dot html, and let's be in here so you can ask questions and chat with friends, and if you come in here, make sure to do the forward slash nick your name so that way we know who you are um so let's kind of like jump right in because we're going to be talking to about one of my favorite subjects which is creating content everybody knows when it comes to seo i'm all about the content 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 but most people really don't know how to get started with content or what they should do with the content or how they should create content. So today we are talking to longtime Yahoo store owner and longtime internet marketing girl, Michelle. How are you today? I am fantastic, Sean. It's so great to be back with you. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for coming on again. I, we, we had such a good time the last interview. And I love the new book that you wrote. It's short, it's easy, it's to the point. I love it. And if you're in our chat room, here is the link to it. I love it. So if you could, let's give a reminder um, to the listeners about how you got started in e-commerce. Well, we I, I, sure, <laughs> sure. I, I, was, I got started in e-commerce simply because we were looking for something for my partner at the time to do. She had been in a car accident, and we needed just something to keep her busy until she could go back to getting a real job. And I had experience on my job in learning how to do SEO and manage websites. And we found a, a simple product, and we started our first Yahoo store. But we got started in e-commerce in that way and built the first Yahoo store and realized um, that I'd spent, at that time, what felt like a lot of money to sell one product and mm -hmm. went on to do research and find other products and had a lot of luck along the way, to be honest. At the, be the beginning, it wasn't all skill, and I'll take luck over skill any day, I promise you. Uh, <laughs> you know, our, the, some of the products we were selling, they were advertising on television. And when people would search, and this is where the skill came in, we were lucky that they were advertising them, them but the skill came in when people would go to search what was being shown on television, they would find our website instead of the website that was advertising it. 
And that was beautiful. That was good. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah. We like that. <laughs> so we did. We, we had e-commerce stores uh, for 12 years. And we have, we have sort of changed our model now. But um, really, it was a good ride and had lots of experience, learned a lot about conversion, learned a lot about product sourcing, learned a lot about um, lifespan of product, particularly. As of late, that seems to be the big thing is lifespan of product. So, um, you know, just have had a really good time. And I would estimate we probably did about $5 million in sales over the course of our business. That is absolutely awesome. I love hearing those kind of stories because, you know, they're just, they're real people who have started up um, and who, you know, I mean, because you have a lot of people that are just getting started and they don't realize that before you get to the very end where you're doing good, you have to make a whole bunch of mistakes to get there. Oh, and even when you're doing great, you get to make a whole bunch of mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's you're all the part of the owning a store. Right. You're just, <laughs> you continue, you continue to learn and then when you come into an age where Google, and, and I won't say Google is evil, even though it does feel that way at times, um, you come into an age where they have a profit motive, even like us, and so they do the very best things they need to, to improve the profitability of their business, and by cleaning up the search engines, that's one of the ways that they do that. And so when things like Panda and Penguin and now Hummingbird come along, you as a business owner have to be prepared to to deal with that and make changes and begin to operate within the new framework. And and we act like that's kind of new in the web world, but it's that way in all businesses. You know, mm-hmm. and, and not not to be political, but we do have some changes in Congress and we do have new new health care laws. Well guess what? Businesses have to learn how to operate within the new framework. Right. It's not special because you're an online business and, and the, the things are changing. Things are changing in the restaurant business. People have to learn how to operate when things change and when rules change there. So, mm-hmm. unfortunately, we're not all that special. We just have to learn it, and we have to learn it quickly. Yes, yes. And what's really interesting, I'm, I, the hummingbird is really getting into what is the intent of the user? What are they trying to accomplish? And it's like, I, I got a question today. It's like, well, why is Google always changing things? And it's like, because that's their business. You know, just like your business is. Go through and change things on your store to see what works and what doesn't work so you can make the, you know, highest amount of profit. Google's no exactly. different. Exactly. Well, and when you start thinking about intent, and it's going to be very interesting, that was one of the things we learned about sort of early on because we sold money clips. And I was running pay-per-click ads, and I was getting a lot of traffic from money clips. But I wasn't getting any sales, and I didn't understand. And when I started going back to look at keywords, people, lots and lots and lots of people were searching for money clip art. Mm. And I was paying for them to come to my website, and they were looking for graphics. And this is, you know, this is pre-having websites that sold the graphics like we had now. This happens back in 2000 when you didn't have websites that sold graphics or had clip art packages and things like that. So people were just looking for graphics. And so um, I had to learn how to use, you know, um, what's the eliminate tool. I, at the moment, I'm not thinking of what it is in, in AdWords, but there's a, a keyword. Negative keyword. Negative keyword. That's it. Thank you. And so, mm-hmm. so, so what was the intent of that person typing in money clip art? They weren't trying to buy money clips, but they're using my keyword. So don't they want me? No, they don't. 
And it, but, you know, but it helps to understand that, and you know, because I hear so many people say, well, if I drop that keyword, I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to lose all my traffic. And I'm thinking, you drop that keyword, you're going to get all kinds of money in your pocket. You're going to change your conversion. You're going to understand better what's working. You're going to get rid of all the people who aren't interested in what you're selling. Yes. Yes. And that, I think that's a hard concept. People equate traffic to sales. And that's it's not true. Yeah. I would rather drive 100 qualified people than 100,000 unqualified. Yeah. Please. And and part of this, you know, is, you know, part of that conversion rate, I feel like, is and, and understanding the, you know, intent of the user is how we really need to look at our content, you know, is the intent to find artwork or is the, you know, for your money clip or is the intent to purchase a money clip or is the intent to purchase several money clips or you know is the intent to get reviews on money clips or is it the intent to find out more information about those money clips and so and you have to figure all those things out and then give it to the customer and and since i don't sell many money clips anymore i, I feel comfortable in saying this little secret that we discovered about money clips is money clips is synonymous with, I need a gift for a guy and I don't know what the heck I need to buy. <laughs> uh -huh. and, and so we found lots and lots of people who actually searched the term money clip didn't end up buying a money clip. They ended up buying other guy gifts instead. Ah, uh, isn't that but, interesting? But think about this for just a minute. If you were going to go to your local mall and you were going to buy a gift for a wedding, and you think, I think I'm going to get him a punch bowl set. And you go up into Belk, and Belk's kind of, to, and to me, Belk is like the place to go buy wedding, those fancy wedding gifts. Mm -hmm. um, you go into Belk, and you go look at the punch bowls, and ooh, shiny, you see a canister set. And then you turn around, and you see a gravy brooch, and then you turn around, and you see a crystal water pitcher. Well, you went in for a punch bowl, but now you have all these options in the category that you're actually shopping for. Mm-hmm. And so yes. it, it was just a lead-in word or a teaser I, we found later on. And we did sell lots and lots and lots of money clips, don't misunderstand, but it also our business into other guy gifts as well. Right, because you understood the intent. Exactly, exactly. Because you understood the intent. And that's what we really need to help. I think our listeners remember what was the intent and then base not only – your content around that, but you actually took it a step further and based your products on that. Right. We did. We did. So smart. So smart. Okay. So guys, we're going to take a real quick break and we're going to kind of go into more about what exactly is content marketing and why you want to use it. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts on webmasterradio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, 
us, let our in-house printing and CD DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Come visit us at AdTech New York, booth number 738. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. PPC Rockstars. On demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. You're back with the Ecom Experts. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everyone. I'm so happy to have you here. And we are talking to the author of this awesome little book that I'm really enjoying, and I enjoyed reading it. It's about how to create more content in less time. So we put the link into our chat room. It's michellechance.com forward slash more forward slash, and you can go ahead and grab it. Now that we're kind of talking about all this content, a lot of people kind of refer to it as content marketing. So if you can explain to the listeners what exactly is content marketing. I'd be happy to, Shauna. Um, Content marketing is really um, this idea that we're creating content that drives people to our website for the topic. And and that sounds really broad. But but let's say, for instance, um, let's go back to these money clips just as a a silly example. So buy money clips. Well, I happen to know that uh, grooms buy money clips for their groomsmen. And so I might create content um, about, you know, three great groomsman gift ideas and include in that money clips with a link back to my website. There was a time where we called this article marketing, and people would go and create one article and create a whole lot of spinning and, and do all those kinds of things. And, and that's not exactly what I'm talking about anymore because content 
is what's driving the web. You look at Mashable, you look at the tech sites, you look at all these other places. We are a, a world of sharing now. I mean, on Facebook and on Google Plus and all the social media sites, if you're in business on LinkedIn, we're sharing content, we're sharing news stories, we're sharing information in ways we have never, ever shared before. And when I first started working in a marketing department, we had something called a clipping service. And many of our listeners probably will have no idea what this service was. But literally, companies had and people who were paid to scour newspapers and cut out an article and mail it to my company every time there was an article on a particular topic. Physically cut a newspaper and mail it, right? Well, we, right. we, do, that, we do that right now, except it's called Click Here to Share. Right. <laughs> right? right? Yes. It's a clicking service now. It's no longer a clipping service. And, mm -hmm. and we use Google Alerts to help us find these things, and we curate content, and we want to share it. Well, creating content that people want to share can help you promote your business, promote your services, promote your local business, promote the items that you want to sell. Because people are reading and seeing more content than ever before. Mm -hmm. right? And they don't have to be looking for what you're selling in order to see it. That's right. the crazier part, right? So if I share a recipe, uh, and in fact I did, I, I made a gluten-free peach cobbler the other day, and it was one of my top shared blog posts. Fantastic. It's a recipe. Mm -hmm. This recipe doesn't make me money. It brings me eyeballs, and it brings me readers, mm -hmm. and it brings more people back to my blog. And there's only obviously an interest in gluten-free dessert. So, hey, is there a possible product here? Maybe. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and that's one of the things I hear often about, you know, writing these kind of like recipe ones is that, well, I'm not going to do it because I'm not getting any conversions from it. What do you say to people who say that? Well, what are you converting? How do you know you're not getting conversions? What is it you're trying to convert? Because I think that that's the part that matters. Did you get eyeballs mm -hmm. and you had 100 people come to your site? Mm -hmm. And what are you measuring? Did they sign up for your blog feed? Did they not buy your book on the first rent go round? I hate to tell you, most people don't buy it on the first go round. I don't care what you sell, mm -hmm. um, unless you write some really seriously compelling copy. You know, people don't buy things on the first go round. Maybe mm -hmm. not the second go round. Maybe not the third round. But did you just recruit five more sets of eyeballs to come read your blog on a daily basis? Mm -hmm. I'd say you had a conversion. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that's an important lesson and I think that we don't learn that until we've been in the business for a while that you know, it, it the important thing is that we are you've got to figure out what the conversion is. It's not all about sales. You know, uh, if I'm going after I want people to sign up for my newsletter, that's a conversion. If I want people to like my Facebook page, that's a conversion. So those are the kind of things where people need to start thinking conversion is more than about money. Right. But ultimately, you need to make money on what you're doing, but that's not what you're measuring at first, especially if you're new. Mm -hmm. Right? Everybody has this sort of false sense of um, Twitter paradise or Facebook paradise where you share one thing and next week you're a millionaire. Oh, look. <laughs> you're an overnight success. It's, it's a miracle. Oh. Um, 
one of one of one of my favorite actresses. Uh, I just really like her. I, I like her charisma. Is uh, Jane Lynch, who's on Glee, mm-hmm. and she was making the circuits last year or the year before after he had won some awards. And she said, "People keep talking to me about being this overnight success. I've been acting for twenty years. I was in a Tony <laughs> the Tiger commercial. So twenty years is overnight. I don't know what to tell." Um, so, but, but that's part of the problem is we have this perception that I'm going to create one piece of content uh-huh. and it's going to generate success for my business, and that's crap. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the other thing I think that people should highly consider um, is the fact that, you know, like, I kind of put it this way. If, if anybody here has watched or played Texas Hold'em Poker, if you watch on the TV, every once in a while you see this guy who wins the whole game by going in with a 7-2 suit, which is the worst possible hand you can have in poker. But because they see that person do it, they think that now they can do it in the game they're playing. What they don't realize is the TV show is not showing you, but they haven't done anything in the last five hours. And it's like now they've built up this, I'm super, I'm super tight when it comes to poker, so when I do this, you know it's a monster. And there's all kinds of other things involved. And I think that's the way we are with like the viral videos. We think that those viral videos that go overnight – you know, it's like the 7-2 offsuit, and I can do it too. And if I don't win with that, I'm going to go ahead and quit. Quit. I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit. Uh-huh. It's like house training a dog. But let's not go there. But, yeah, same thing. You, right. you don't have overnight success at that. It takes time. It takes energy. It takes yeah. effort. It takes, yeah. connecting. It, it takes connecting with your audience. You know, and, and the, other, the other thing I think that – um, people don't think about with content and really where, where this book came from. And this book is a product of itself, if that's possible. This mm-hmm. book is its own son's son, um, or own daughter's daughter. But I wrote this book after creating a presentation that I gave locally here in Jacksonville that we broadcast a, as a Google Hangout, talking about how to create uh, more content in less time. Well, I took the book, I took this presentation and turned it into a book. And that's one of the sneaky tricks I kind of talk about in the book. Um, and it is, Sean, I have to tell you, it is $7 on my site. I apologize. It is $7 for the book. Um, oh, oh, my apologies. My apologies. Um, but but the, the tricky little secret in the book, and, and I'll, share, I'll share with your listeners, though, is that content isn't what you think it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks content is writing a blog post. Right. But content is any kind of digital or physical format that your prospective buyer can consume. Mm-hmm. And so that could be a physical letter mailed to their house. That could be, imagine that, mailing letters. Ryan Dice mm-hmm. still does that. It must work because I still yeah. get things in the mail. I get things in the mail from a digital marketer. Right, um, creating blog posts, creating articles, creating videos, creating presentations, creating slide shares, right? Creating podcasts. Like at, when we're done today, this becomes a podcast that's available on the radio, on the web, mm-hmm. right? And so, taking all those types of content, you can 
actually hit audiences in different places because some people will go to YouTube to learn how to make a gluten-free cake. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm getting a cake for my birthday that mom found on YouTube because she th- I love butterflies. She found a butterfly cake, and she's making me a butterfly cake for my birthday. And, and she would have never gotten a recipe out to learn how to make a butterfly cake, but she right. went to YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Good for mom. I do. It's fantastic. And mom, mom is in her 60s, you know, and, and, and can't operate a computer but can tear up that iPad, I tell you. So <laughs> she can find anything in the world on her iPad. Can't run a computer, though. Um, so, so those things are a lot easier for are, the older well, generation to use. It, that's and for there, sure. Here's the other side of it is making your content that's accessible in many different ways. Some people are in tune with videos. Some people prefer to read. Some people want to be talked to in a how-to, step one, like you see on um, the eHow website. Some people just want you to write a recipe and leave them alone. So, mm-hmm. so taking this content and thinking about how you can use your content in, content in different formats. Right. Right. And and that's the key, kind of thinking outside the box, I think, is what's really important. So right. um, let's kind of talk about a little bit more about how this content can really help to grow the business and maybe even specifically go over like the different types of content one more time because that's an important aspect of writing content for your site. So guys, don't go anywhere. We are going to be right back with Michelle, and you're listening to webmasterradio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom experts will return after this. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short branded attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. The largest event in digital marketing, AdTech New York 2013, returns to the Javits Center in New York City, November 6th and 7th. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get 20% off registration by using promo code NY13WMR20. Meet over 9,000 marketing and technology professionals from all over the world. Experience two action-packed days with keynotes, education led by digital marketing's best and brightest, hundreds of leading-edge suppliers, non-stop networking, and so much more. Plus, AdTech New York 2013 will again feature the Startup Spotlight series, featuring startups with promising services and technologies for brands and marketers in the digital space vying for the coveted AdTech Innovation Award. Register right now for AdTech New York 2013 by going to na.ad-tech.com slash ny or click on the banners on the webmasterradio.fm website for 20% off your conference pass. That's na.ad-tech.com slash ny. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. 
Insights. I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Welcome to the WordPress Community Podcast. The essential source for news and information on the most popular blog publishing tool on earth. The WordPress Community Podcast. On demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're back with the Ecom Experts. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everyone. And we are talking to Michelle Chance. And you can get to her website going to michellechance.com forward slash more uh, forward slash. And hello in the chat room. Yes, we are here and we're happy to have you here. All right. So just real quickly, let's go over, um, you know, what exactly is content? What are the different types of content? Well, in general, on the web right now, we can think about Written content, right? And written content could be anything from a press release to a blog to an article to product content to a sales letter. Any, anything that you're physically writing the content for, right? And I could probably go on and find 15 or 20 more. And I think I have about 10 examples in the book of what written content um, might be. Then you have visual, then you have visual content. Um, and that actually can be split up in two ways. One being video type content. So videos, explainer videos, info, infographic type videos, right? So visual with animation and motion. And then you go on to another visual type of images, um, infographics. Things that you don't think of as that charts and, and, and things that are, that provide information. And you know, this, the age of infographics is upon us and being able to give great information that way. Also something that people love sharing. They love to share infographics, right? Um, so we did audio, video, and then just plain audio. So podcasts like we're doing now, um, broadcasts that are just audio, having something that literally goes into iTunes as a podcast or your own podcasting service. So literally, if you think about any and every way you possibly could consume information, that's mm-hmm. content. That's content, right? Yes. Uh, and, I mean, it's, just, it's, it's kind of crazy, but it is. Typically, right. it, it, typically, it's a little less advertorial and a little more informative, the kinds of things that I'm talking about. I'm not necessarily talking about writing hard ads. I'm talking about creating content that's useful for your audience. I'm mm-hmm. not talking about creating crap for the sake of getting links. Mm-hmm. There is some link-building benefit to distributing your content. There certainly is, even though, quote-unquote, links are dead. I put links in there so that I can send people back to buy my product if they like what they read. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, that's another thing is that you're, by putting in those links, you're trying to, do, trying to help your customer. You know, where do you go you for first. the next step? You know, where do you go for the next step? And really I think what's very, very interesting is that Google is basically saying now that they're not even going to show which search query people came into. Right. You know, so now, because they want people, I think 
personally, I think it's because they want people to stop focusing on keywords and focus on the intent of the user and helping the user find what they're looking for. I, I, that, that, they may intend that, but I, I'm kind of of the contrary side that I think it helps them drive more AdWords revenue because <laughs> we, we will have – because, by the way, from what I have read, I've not experienced this personally, just from what I've read, so this is complete hearsay. Uh -huh. um, that that information is not suppressed when you are buying the traffic. No, it's not. If right. it's just so, AdWords, then you'll be able to do that. Yes. See all that. So so I mean at, at the end of the day, and I was I was listening to Rand just a little while ago do a whiteboard Tuesday thing and, and I think he, he hit the nail on the head is we've always allowed Google to crawl our site and gather the information from our site in sort of mm -hmm. a quid pro quo basis. You come through my site, and then because I allow you to measure what happens on my site, you are going to give me data of the people who came through. And mm -hmm. now we're allowing Google to have access to our sites, and we're not getting anything in return. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I, I honestly think this topic was about, but... <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we could go on and on and on about this topic because it yes. is, it's very, very interesting. And so, guys, um, Search Engine Land has an excellent article, article um, where they're talking about top search queries, and then there's all kinds of information about all kinds of other stuff. And it's just some really good information that you might like. So um, it's all Search Engine Land, and the title was Google to Extend Top Queries. So, right, so now we know the different kinds of content. What I think we need to really help people to understand how does this grow my business because it's not, because it's not always I wrote a blog post, I got a sale. Right, it's not. Well, one, one is becoming an expert in your field, right? Mm -hmm. So when someone, and particularly it helps me because of being, a, I do more consulting now and more speaking and, and love being able to get out and I'm, I'm an author. That's kind of fun to say I'm an author. Um, you know, so it helps with my reputation when I create great content because people read it and go, gosh, she's kind of smart. And mm -hmm. then people call me because, hey, you're kind of smart on this topic. I'd like to talk with you about doing consulting for us on this topic because you talked about this topic in your book, in your blog, in your wherever. Um, and the same thing is for a business. If every time um, you're looking up how to make a butterfly cake, you continually get, in this case it's a big brand, but I think it's, it's uh, Betty Crocker has a lot of how-to videos, right? Mm -hmm. And so what, what does that help with? Well, if I see Betty Crocker's name, when I go to the grocery store to buy the cake mix, there's a really good chance I'm going to buy Betty Crocker cake mix. And unfortunately, they, there is not currently a way for them to tie together the fact that I watched that video and then I got in my car and drove to the store and bought a Betty Crocker cake mix and died to make this butterfly cake. They'll mm -hmm. never have that correlation except they know that they continue to have sales as they continue to be interactive with their audience. Mm -hmm. And so it's one of those, what's that, what's that old saying, 50% of all advertising, only 50% of advertising doesn't work. The problem is you don't know which 50%. Right. right. And, and also, like we've kind of been discussing, is that it takes three times for people to remember who you are. Sure. You know, so if you're, if you're just showing them your site, 
that's not going to help them remem- remember. Right. But if you can get them on Facebook where they see you three times or you're getting them on your blog and then getting them on Facebook, that's going to give them the three times they need to even remember that you exist. Exactly. Well, and, and, and it doesn't matter what the brand is, right? I mean, obviously, Facebook ads are working as much. Everybody says they hate them. I hear people talking about how much they hate Facebook ads and they hate sponsored links and they hate, they hate, they hate, but they must work. Somebody's making money at it um, mm-hmm. or they wouldn't keep doing it. So it's working right. for somebody. It may only be working for Facebook. I don't know. Um, but, but this idea that we have this repetition. So if, I, if I'm looking up information on how to bake a cake and I end up on YouTube on Betty Crocker's site and then I find a recipe somewhere else that one of the cooks from Betty Crocker wrote and it's on e-zine articles. I mean, Betty Crocker already has a brand, but it, what if it wasn't Betty Crocker? What if it was some other chef or cook or unknown person? But every time you go to look up something about the kind of food you like, you run across them. Well, their credibility goes up, right? <laughs> I mean, I've never heard of you, but everywhere I turn, there you are. Yes. And, and yes. I think that's part of it. I believe that you can actually create that illusion of being in more places than you really are by leveraging different types of content. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's do this. We'll take our last break, all right? And we are going to talk about the power of content on other websites and really how does this integrate overall with your search marketing plan and how you can get going. So don't go anywhere. Uh, We'll be right back with Ecom Experts on WebmasterRadio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. If you're constantly struggling to find more customers, revenue, or hours in the day, Infusionsoft can help you have the business you've always wanted. For over 10 years, Infusionsoft has been helping business owners just like you find the financial freedom and peace of mind you've been searching for. I'm Scott Martineau, co-founder of Infusionsoft. If you're struggling to find more customers, more revenue, or more hours in the day, Infusionsoft is the proven solution you're looking for. Infusionsoft, the only all-in-one sales and marketing software created specifically for small businesses. Learn more at www.infusionsoft.com slash radio. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authority. Labs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everyone. We are here with Michelle Camp. You should check out her website, 
michellechance.com. It doesn't get any easier than that. All right, so let's talk about what is the power of other content websites because way back like when, <laughs> these used to be extremely wonderful ways to get more you know, SEO tra- kind of like traffic coming in from it. Right. But like I try to explain to people what you did three years ago is not necessarily what you're going to do today because the technology and the algorithm changes just as fast as if you buy a new phone today and it's outdated next week by the newest one. Absolutely, Shauna. And, and part of it, I think, I think if everyone was keeping at the core the one single thing, is this content that I'm creating helping my customer or helping my future customer? Right. Mm-hmm. If we stay human-minded, I think we'll ultimately be less impacted by the changes, number one. Right? So, I've heard it referred to as un-SEO. Un-SEO, great. I like it. I like okay. it. I actually started writing a book, and I haven't finished it yet, called Human Search Optimization. And I need to finish that book, but, but I really want us to stop think less about the search engines and think more about the humans. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, but at the end of the day, if you create content that helps your potential customer, right? So um, we could give me another example besides cooking because I've beaten this butterfly cake to death, but um, <laughs> poor butterfly cake. Um, well, let's say somebody is looking for a um, personalized money clip personalized for money. a okay. wedding. Oh, for a wedding, and so and so, um, in in a video, um, you could create content called, you know, like how to, what what are the best things to put on a money clip? Yeah, because we used to have people call and ask us, well, what should I engrave on that money clip? Um, and one of the silliest things that I saw people do, and they still do it to this day, is they put the person's name and then the date of the wedding. Okay. <laughs> I don't really know why, but I care what your anniversary is now that you gave me the date. Now, I always remember what your anniversary was. Um, so I could create, I could, I could, and, and we didn't talk about the endless time part. So do you mind if I kind of sneak a little endless time here as to how this might work? Yes. Come on. Okay. Yes, I love it. I'm going to sneak it in there. So, so I, I might write an article about uh, three, three great things that you can engrave on a money clip, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to write this article, and I'm going to, I might post it on my website. It might be on my blog, or I might choose to post it somewhere else. But I'll never post the same exact content in two places. I would mm-hmm. always create new content. I would then take that article and use that to create a script to make a video. Uh-huh. And then I'd shoot a video and actually do talking head type video or animation video that said, here are the three things, here are the three things to think about when you want to engrave a money clip. Uh-huh. Right? I then could take that video and turn it into some kind of a presentation or a slide share and actually create a cool slide share from the same topic. Uh-huh. So I created this information once and recreated it in a, a fraction of the time, and now I've created it once, and I have three different things that I can share. Uh-huh. I can share it on my own website. I can share it as a presentation on SlideShare. I might share it in my, my uh, Facebook page and uh, the video YouTube. Uh-huh. And so I actually can take that content based on intent and keywords, because I thought we think about what the intent of those keywords are, and help people become more educated about 
personalized money clips and about what to put on a money clip or what's appropriate for a money clip. Um, mm-hmm. and, and literally take it one time and recreate it in multiple formats. Um, and I heard Sherman Hugh talk about this years ago, and he called it syndication. Um, mm-hmm. and, 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 and so because they do that now, right? A TV show comes on, and then they put it in a box set. And then you can buy the DVD, and then you can buy season one, and it's still the same content. <laughs> they just repackage it in different ways. And so that really is what about best time is creating content one time. Well, how, right. that, how that then works in your marketing plan is you're impacting people in their modality, which we already talked about. My mother-in-law loves YouTube, but she would never go and read a blog on how to make a cake. Right. So if all you ever do is write blogs for cake recipes, you'll never, ever, ever get her as a customer. Right. And the same thing, if you only did videos, there are lots of other people you would never, ever get. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. this gives you the opportunity to reach more people with similar content that you created once and recreated to use in different formats. And again, I have to stress this, quality, not crap. Mm -hmm. I am not about, there's enough crap on the web uh-huh. and perhaps in days gone by I helped add to that crap on the web but no more um, I really try to create quality content here's where it gets one step even more interesting if I can just tell you well then you do some SEO stuff on those things that you've put out there right hmm. so you create an SEO plan for other people's websites so you work on creating SEO strategies for your videos that you put on YouTube. You work Uh on developing SEO strategies for those slides you put up on SlideShare or for that article. You actually work in ways to make those individual things rank. And the strangest thing happened for me the other day. We typed in something for a client and both their SlideShare and their website came up in the top search results. (laughs) Don't you love how easy it is when you actually do the work? We, we had a contest here, and it's not this way anymore, but we had a contest here. We had a little contest between me and another SEO expert here in Jacksonville. And for a long time, uh, if you typed in Jacksonville SEO expert, um, I had, if I remember, I think seven of the ten positions mm-hmm. on Google, and I only had one website. Everything else was other people's websites that I had optimized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my YouTube channel was optimized and my LinkedIn page and my company website and, you know, um, and so it's the power of those other people's websites. You do positive SEO things to help yourself rank in multiple places. And right. that's how it fits into an SEO plan because it's not about just making your website rank anymore. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think it's even less about making your own website rank in a lot of cases, depending on what you're trying to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know what? I hate to say this, but I think we are running out of time, which really sucks because I'm enjoying learning. So where can people go to get more information, not only about the book and the good things that you're doing? Well, they can always find me on Facebook. They can just do Michelle Chant Sangthong on Facebook, and they can find my business page there. Um, mm-hmm. And, of course, the book is at my website, michellechance.com slash more. Mm-hmm. And that um, that is seven dollars for the book. It's a very easy read. I think well worth well worth the price and what we put into it. And we actually go in the book step by step 
of um, the different types of content and how you can take one piece of content and turn it into multiple kinds of content as well. Um, but yeah, just find me on michellechance.com or hit me up on the, my Facebook page. It's just uh, facebook.com slash michellechancesangthong. Perfect. Well, thank you, everybody, for being here today. We really do appreciate you. And here's a final thought. If you're really, really, really struggling with content, I want you to go in and look at your past emails that you've had from your clients, um, from customers that are asking questions. Just like Michelle said, when she was selling the money clip, she'd get lots of phone calls about what to put on it. So use those emails from your customers to create new content and answer questions that people are actually asking you instead of trying to come up with ones that work with keywords. Ask the questions that customers are asking so that way you can help with the intent. All right, so I hope to see you again next Tuesday. We're going to be talking about the big algorithm change and about the keywords and all that good stuff next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, so I hope to see you again. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks to all of our listeners, and have a wonderful day. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program as well as our complete library of programs on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.